Good afternoon. Yippee yo, yippee yay. It is another episode, so thanks for tuning in on A Felon and a Drunk. I'm your boy, Malcolm, and we got Ricky right on over here with us, too. What's up, what's up, guys? Happy Monday, happy Monday. Yeah, happy Monday. All right, happy Monday, happy Times Monday. Times three. Times three. Uh, today, we got a little... Mission Madness coming up at you. Uh, Monday mission for today is uh, all about insecurities, all about getting into the nitty and gritty of how insecurities can either make or break a person and kind of how to get over those things and, and direct correlations also to um, science. Uh, so, Ricky, um, I mean, I, I, I mean, the biggest thing that came from this, from this uh was an incident that happened happened yeah, to me. Yeah, I was about to say that, man. Take it off, man. Yeah, so uh, I I had a minor altercation. It wasn't even a I wouldn't even call it a, a altercation, but more of a, a disagreement. I I made a joke about um, somebody's house. I guess I mean I wasn't necessarily referring to the house over Facebook, and this person. Obviously knew that I was joking, but felt that what I was saying was an unnecessary comment and that they felt as if I deliberately, personally attacked them um, and the way that where they live and how they live. And I, I was uh, completely mind boggled by it that I had to go ahead and reach out to the person through text because we're on a first name basis. We're not just we're not just keyboard warriors. I, I know him personally and, and I'm actually pretty good friends with his girlfriend. And uh, so I reached out to him and, and I had to ask him or tell him just to make sure that I was understanding um, his frustration, I guess. So I texted him and told him, that, hey, man, I just want to let you know that I apologize if you felt that what I said was taken out of context. But by no means necessary, did I or was I trying to disrespect, ins- yeah, disrespect you in any way, shape or form? Like, obviously, you know that I was kidding. And... It occurred to me as we continued our conversation that he really wasn't trying to hear my apology. He wasn't really trying to understand where I was coming from. And I really couldn't understand myself exactly why would he I get could. so why I'm just saying why he would be <laughs> getting so upset at the time being. So the more that I actually dove into the the reasoning behind why he was so disappointed or why he was so upset when I made a comment uh, referring to to a dump to his house. Um, I realized it all came down to him being insecure because in in actuality, I live two minutes away from him. You know what I mean? And like I live in a much nicer apartment and a much nicer neighborhood and I pay much more money for my rent than he does. But if I was looking at it that way, then I could understand why he would feel that I was personally attacking the way that he lives. And so I had to really kind of step even, back. Even, even bigger than that, man, it's obvious that you guys know each other and you guys are good friends. And obviously anybody that knows Malcolm, you don't take too many of the things he says to heart. Because, uh, I mean, he lo- he loves to mess around, joke with people. And uh, so regardless of how far you live or not, you know what I mean? All those things being said, man, like, I don't think that really matters, man. It should really be like, hey, I know this person. This person is, we're, we're cool. I understand this guy. You know, he's just messing with me or whatever the case may be. But I think 
what I took away from it was when you mentioned to me that he had someone else comment on that and was like well first i read it to you because i thought that maybe i was fucking tripping you know so i right, read it right, to you right. and as i was wanted to make sure malcolm wanted to make sure he wasn't in at fault you know so i was like because maybe sometimes i do say things that may come off uh very abrasive so i just wanted to make sure that at this exact moment was i coming off abrasive right, and when if you i was read it, so when i, I just, read it you started laughing yeah i just started cracking up because it <laughs> sounded like something he would say to me that i'd be like just i'd laugh at you know yeah. what i mean nothing too serious um what we really, what really stuck up, stuck out to me was when he, when because I wanted, I was interested when he told me that this guy got upset over that. Uh, I don't know the person. I'm just a third party. You know what I mean. So I'm just trying to gain a little bit more insight into the whole thing. And uh, when you mentioned that he had a, a a friend of his comment on that or let him know, hey, who's this guy? You know, talking about your, you know, your place or whatever. Essentially, what it sounded like to me was like, because I've had this many times in prison, it was like your war daddy was like coming to you and so, like this would happen in prison a lot. Like one kid would get checked or someone would, you know, someone would have an altercation with somebody and then they'd bring it back to whoever their friend was and he'd be like, and then the friend would like the big brother would be like, no, nah, you can't take that from him. You know what I mean? Like, go, go do something about it. But it's already diffused, like it's our. And if you need to feel like you have to act based upon somebody else's, uh, you know, opinion, then you're just you're living off a perception that someone else has of you. So you're probably just trying to keep that image up to somebody else. That's kind of what stuck out to me about it. You know what I mean? Like, why would you care how somebody else looked at it if you and Malcolm are straight? You know? Yeah, hundred percent. That's. I mean, so I so I started <clears throat> to. Really try to understand it um, on more than just a surface level. That prison and, analogy was probably bad. Most people don't understand the context, but what I well, I mean, I can understand. It's yeah. just like you. It's like you over something, but somebody actually goes out of their way to make you actually overthink something else, which so basically means to, they're <clears throat> not even your friend. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. even really looking out for you. They're really yeah. just trying to instigate. Yeah, instig- instigating, man. So um, I, it came down to me understanding. Because of the information that I knew, do know about this person and know about a lot of people is that it all comes back to insecurities. And that's exactly what I told Ricky. And he was like, you know what? Like, that's exactly it. And I, and I started to, to realize the more and more that I um, start to – I wouldn't say become successful because I'm nowhere near successful. But as I start to do – more than what I was doing prior, the majority of my friends, they start to take the things that I say a little differently. It's no longer I'm it's no longer that I'm a shithead and I crack jokes about shitty places we used to go to. Cause now it's like if I say something remotely um remotely like I used to, now in the position that I'm in, everyone almost takes it as if I'm I'm attacking them personally. You know what I mean? When I'm like, I'm still the same person. I just want different things in life. And so when I go and I tell you like the idea of me hanging out and drinking around all day, um, if that to you makes it seem like I'm saying I'm better than, then fucking yeah, sure. Then I am better than you, you know, but like, I just don't have a desire to do certain things anymore. So, um, Really, what 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 it what it comes down to is being insecure is having an uncertainty or some sort of anxiety 
about about oneself. You know what I mean? Having that lack of confidence, having that lacking stability or or, or really just lacking that self-confidence and understanding where you are and who you are as a person. Yeah. So when people say things to you, it can get to you. It gets to you. You know yeah. what I mean? Especially if you believe them. You know yeah. what I mean? And instead of a lot like it would it would have made more sense to me had had they have come to me and been like, look, man, you, you hurt my feelings and I didn't appreciate how my ego was fucking hurt because one of my buddies came up to me and told me so on and so forth. And now he thinks that I live in blank. And I would have been like, you know, I can totally respect that. No matter whether it's a joke or not, if he came to me and was like, you hurt my feelings, then I have to respect the fact that he went out of his way to tell me that he hurt, I hurt his feelings and just know that, you know, in the future, I won't be able to joke with you like that. Yeah. But if it comes out differently where it's like almost snarky where it's like oh you know you better come correct at me dog and blah 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 i'm just like you know really like honestly you can go fuck yourself and like i just know just to cut you off because obviously i'm going to continue to say things that may bother you i'm going to continue to post things that if you you can't be yourself around somebody period man it's just best to just not even let that thing like that relationship grow at all, man, because it will limit you. Other people's insecurities will latch on to you and become your own insecurities, believe it or not, man. For sure. Especially and people you hang around with. Yeah, man. The, the, like before when I used to hang around people, you know, that didn't really have my best interests at heart, I was almost living with their own insecurities uh, because I didn't have an identity anymore because my identity was molded around who they wanted me to be. I was living for for, for other people and the what I thought – like. I was living for who they thought I was. Yeah. It's almost like I lost who I really was. Yeah. And so that's a that's a very that's a you know that's, that's a scary thing, man. And you could start to do things that your own subconscious will tell you, like, bro, don't do this. And like your own mind, like I've had situations where in my own mind, I'm like, man, I really don't want to do this, but I've already put up the persona that I'm going to do this. I got to do this. Yeah. And that's the worst freaking self-talk to have right there. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, I mean, I mean, I may have touched on it before, but for the longest time, like trying, I was very insecure growing up and I, I never, I never fit in with the black kids because I was too white for the black kids. I was too black for the white kids and I fucking didn't speak Spanish. So I couldn't hang out with the Spanish kids. So I was always in like this and I was also very like flamboyant, like very openly expressive, you know, so fucking... The, the hard-ass kids, like, always like, oh, you're just a gay fag, you know what I mean? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So it's like I was consistently trying to fit in with, with people that I didn't necessarily like, but I needed to find a group. So I became so many different me's, uh, so many different versions of myself that I started to to lose security in who I was. So and, when people would say something, that's exactly and, and what And honestly, happened. bro, whatever, you know, I'm not shooting shots at this kid. I don't know this kid, but whoever... If, if the kid's listening right now, whoever it is that told you that you should be this certain way is a projection of their own insecurities. So they might see you as a figure like they might want to be like and they think that you should have handled it a certain way, knowing damn well they won't do, you know, they wouldn't do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But they want to live through you in a way. That yeah. could be another thing. People well. do that sometimes, man. I remember like I've even done it. I, I have like, you know, because like for me, and I don't mean to cut you off because I, I was going to say this, but I forgot about it when I. Um, cause I, like, I know, like talking about the homophobia and, you know, the gay and all that stuff, like when me and Malcolm mess around, bro, and I put on my story, like, dude, I've gotten DMs from dudes that I was in prison with, you know what I mean? Like, bro, what is this gay? I think it was when I posed with you when you were wearing the dress on the Halloween party. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> it was funny as shit. 
Um, so anyways, a little backstory. Malcolm wore a dress. To, he was a girl for Halloween. He dressed up as a girl, lipstick, all that. You know what I mean? And I posed with him. You know what I'm saying? Like messing around, whatever. I, th- I don't know if I was like grabbing your ass or something. Whatever it was. And I put on my story. And I remember like... I got so many DMs like, dude, what the fuck, this and that. And like, I remember like replying back to all of them with like winky emojis and like, (laughs) you know, the tongue out and shit. Like, cause I'm secure in who I am. Whereas before I would have probably deleted that or like been like kind of worried about it. Like now, even like, like when we're at the gym and we're like, no, like we're affectionate because that's my boy. That's my dog. That's my best friend. You know what I mean? It's like we can't – we're not allowed to do that because other people are too scared to be affectionate. Other people are too scared to be called gay and so they don't want to show their true emotions. So they live through you and what they think you should do. You know what I mean? If that's how you want to do it, you you stay in your own little bubble. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. I think that – I mean there's there's also a direct correlation um, on how – insecurities can can affect your brain and they're actually linked to mental health conditions you know uh for people that are very narcissistic or or people that struggle like i said previously people that struggle with anxiousness or anxiety people that become paranoid or they develop addictive or dependent personalities you know what i mean comes down to a lot of insecurities because they're masking some sort of um, <clears throat> they're masking some sort of feeling, some sort of character trait, uh, some sort of lifestyle, or something in order to something's to be, missing. Yeah, in in order in order to 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 put on this uh, sm- smoke and mirror show because I don't know why. You know, because I think it's almost like trying to find a validation, especially when it's public. Um, and, and, and like people struggle a lot of times with, with, um, with just being who they are. Like they say that they are who they are, but they definitely will. Cause if you, if you say to someone like, um, my brother, for example, <clears throat> I, uh, I, I told him one time, I was like, yo, why don't you make a, a post? Because you just got back from New York and you haven't seen your best friend in a really long time. Why don't you make a post of like, why don't I take a picture of you, you know, um, giving them a hug or giving them dap or however the fuck you introduce you. I mean, you guys greet each other and post it and talk about how like, you know, it's been a mission since I've been whatever. He's like, nah, man, nobody wants to see that. And I'm like, who gives a fuck what they want to see? Like, it's your feed. And if it is what they don't want to see, like, it's you being you. Instead, you want me to take pictures of you fucking posing, like, in my kitchen doing whatever, (laughs) smoking smoking weed and shit. Like, to me, I'm just like, so you, you, you can't be secure with yourself if you don't want to show the true self. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Because I that's why stories, Instagram stories, are so powerful. Yeah, they know? can be. I think. I mean, that's why I try to be super candid. Like, it's my life is not super glamorous or, or luxurious by any means. But like, I try to stay on top of just showing behind the scenes, like on top yeah. of also showing you the things. And that's why. Um, yeah, because I like <clears throat> the Instagram feed is more like a highlight reel. But but those who use story in in the, in the appropriate way can actually see what's really going on. You know what I mean? And that's when you can really just be yourself, and you know, kind of just. Just be you, man. Just like it's 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 I don't know, especially in social media, this is huge. Insecurities is huge. They pop up all the time, man. And they just, you know, it's it's false projections, man. False projections of who they of who people truly are. And uh it's not everyone. You know what I'm saying? There's a whole big attack on people who use social media. There there are those people who use social media to leverage social media for good. 
I'd like to think that I'm one of those people. I'd like to think that Malcolm's one of those people and a number of people that we follow, Gary Vee, all these other influencers out there that are using this system to leverage, um, you know, obviously the internet, which has over a billion people on it at all times to, to give out good content that's going to actually make the world a better place. But unfortunately, there are those people, man, that are just not secure in who they are and uh for a long time for me i was one of those people and it's something that i still struggle with but whenever i do come face to face with an insecurity i kind of dive right into it and kind of just hear the shame man because like most of the time the insecurities that we have like we in our mind think that we'll get so much shit for it when in reality after we actually do it it might just be five minutes worth worth five minutes of someone laughing at us and then it's it like that's it you know yeah. what i mean like someone yeah. laughs five minutes you're over it, and then that's it that's your whole insecurity this whole time you've been putting in your mind that you're you know this is going to be the end of you like you're just going to be emotionally drained like people are going to make fun of you five minutes dude five minutes of someone kiki and haha and people get over it people move on you know what i mean uh you gotta embrace what it is you're not secure with you know yeah and security comes like for me personally i think that security comes in uh in many different forms you know it can come in the form of physical it can come in the form of mental spiritual <clears throat> i don't really believe that there's a there's a there's a cause for insecurity but i, I feel like it stems i'll give you an example I, from one of my I, insecurities I once you finish Sorry. i feel i feel like it, i feel like it stems from a place of emptiness something is is missing in that person or missing inside of you whether it be from something physical mental or spiritual um <clears throat> whether it's not having like the body that they want or the emotional support that they need or or the lack of spirituality in their lives but without with something that's missing i feel that that may Pay, uh, may have a direct correlation to uh, being insecure, insecure about something, you know, and it's, and it's like <clears throat> the biggest signs that you can find in insecurities, right, are going to be like difficult to form lasting relationships, hmm. you know, or, or tend to daily tasks. Um, they just have, it's just like due to a, a, a self-perception of helplessness or inadequacy, you know what I mean? Like just not being able to be um, or feeling good enough, like they feel they can't fit in with peers or, or reach specific goals. Um, and that was something that I struggled with. You know, yeah. I was I didn't feel like I could fit in, and I didn't feel like I could reach the goals that I had had set for myself. You know, um, a lot of people that you may see uh, may boast about their accomplishments, you know, and all the things that they're good at, and they exhibit like extreme um, arrogance. You know, like you know those fucking people. Yeah. And and then people that just feel like they're superior more to other people, like usually are usually seem to be the ones that are the ones with the with the most insecurities you know and um it's really difficult to call those people out as much as you would like to but you always start to you always start to remember that until they see it for themselves it's really difficult um for them to just just change their their mentality you know and and it's hard to come at somebody that has a lot of pride when you want to tell them that they're being insecure you know, and it's hard to hear that, even though it's it's the truth. And if you really care about growth and you care about being better and you care about um, doing the right thing, you should take take the information that people are telling you, especially if they continuously tell you over and over again. You know, take it with take it take take what you can out of it and and utilize it. You know, it may not be everything, but if somebody keeps saying like. You know, maybe you got your feelings hurt, or maybe you're soft about this, or maybe you're this now, like not. 
attacking you, but giving you some feedback. You know, just you may you may just need to listen. But like you were saying, I'd like for you to when when was there a time that you were insecure, and how do you how do you overcome that? The biggest uh, just lately has been when I go to church and everyone's singing and I'm not like the worship songs. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm just standing there swaying side to side and like. In my mind, I'm always like, sing, pussy, <laughs> you know? And then I look at the screen and like, there's no, ex- I can't say, hey, I, I don't know what the song, you know, what the letter is. Yeah, because the lyrics Because the lyrics are on the screen and whatever. Everyone's all like merry and happy and singing. And you got me just looking like I just lost my puppy or something, you know, just swaying side to side. Um, so that for me, I was a little insecure about it because I was like, I don't want to look weird, you know? Yeah. That was a look thing for me. It wasn't, uh, so this last, uh, I think it was last week. I was just like, as soon as I, if I even just have the thought to sing, I'm just going to start singing. And, uh, and I started singing and whatever. And I realized I really didn't like to sing. So it wasn't really that I, it wasn't like, there's nothing wrong with singing at church. I thought it might have been an insecurity of mine where I just didn't want to look weird in front of people, singing in front of people. But once I actually put myself to the test and just said, huh, let, you know, let's just see what, you know, let's just sing and see what happens. It was more so that I just don't like, I just don't like singing. <laughs> but I don't think that that's true because I think that I've, I struggle with the same thing bringing into it's it. It's weird, it. right? Is that well, yeah. just me? It's like, weird. It's weird, but then you think about it. But then you gotta think. But then you gotta think about it like this: you would fucking sing every lyric to fucking Drake's concert, true, and not I mean? and not look and not and not feel, feel like any type look, of way. Right, you don't. Yeah. You would not give any like. But it it seems weird to you because not you, but it's about us, God. because it's about God. Like you yeah. don't want to sit there and blast. You know, <laughs> Jesus. Blast Jesus in your car, but you'll be the first to blast. You know what I'm saying? Drink. Blue face, baby. Yeah, Tatiana. You know what I'm saying? I no, want to see you bust down. Yeah, like no questions asked. But That's like, so true, dude. And it's the truth. And I That's and so like true. so, I understand exactly what you mean because so I have also and still do sometimes. Like if I go in and I'm not like really feeling it, like I have to force myself. I do it. You know, I should start doing it. I do it, but it's like, yeah, I don't necessarily like singing. But (laughs) to me, when I go to church, and if if you believe that that God is watching, or like your your being, whoever you choose to call your your high um, how do they call it? Your higher power. Your higher power. No, I blank. But to call your higher power that they're watching, like I would never want to have to like meet my higher power and then be like, yo, you know, I was watching you and like you just refused to to give praise and give worship. You and know? then the next clip is you in your car in traffic, Tatiana bumping. Yeah, yeah, and that that was it. That's the that's the craziest thing to me. So you know, true. To like to know to, I mean, and that's just one way you could look at it. It's like you know that. You'll, I didn't you'll think about listen to any that. other type of music. You'll go to a concert. And you'll sing it no matter what. You'll get turned. You'll you'll do the Wu Tang if but it fucking you won't came up. But you Jesus. won't get turned for Jesus. That's so real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's so true. Or whoever your higher power is, you know. Yeah. That just happened to be my. Uh, that was a little insecurity I had, and you know why, man? Because they don't make Jesus sexy. It's not cool. It's not cool to like Jesus, you know. Yeah. It's not cool to talk about God and Jesus, and we might lose some. Some listeners, man, but, uh, or, you know, and for that matter, whoever it is you choose to, you know, to call your higher power, we just happen to, uh, identify with, with Jesus and, and, and one God and whatnot. But, uh, we understand that, uh, you know, 
whatever works for you, you know, but if, you know, wherever that may be, temple, whatever, I mean, there's usually songs of worship. Yeah, there's always worship. You know? I mean, I, I just think that you should always give praise to somebody more than yourself, somebody higher than you, whether, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and you, we could start it on a physical form. Like you give praise to your parents, you give praise to, you know, your, 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 your loved ones, you give praise to your wife or your, your spouse or your husband or whoever it may be. You give praise to everybody else, but like you don't give praise to the person that gives you life. Or the being that gives you life, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> for me, I think that that's super important. I think that the universe itself, you know, I give praise to in, in general uh, because I just feel that there are a lot of things that are out of my control that have been taken care of, you know, and it wasn't by a person, you know what I mean? Um, ultimately, I, I've Talk learned- about your, the short shorts. And, uh, oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that so- um, so I get, so there was a time I was, I mean, obviously it's wearing short shorts because, um, I always had an insecure, I wouldn't say it was like an insecurity about having little legs, but I like had an insecurity <laughs> about people talking about, your legs. about my legs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like being around the right group of people that I know, like I knew that it was okay. But having to actually do it around a bunch of people I didn't know was really where the insecurity came in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'll go to my gym and I'll wear super short shorts, but like I won't go to my grocery store with my super sh- short shorts. Short you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like I think that um, the really the biggest um, thing about that for me was I, I bought them and I was like, you know what? Regardless, like I actually do like these shorts. I do like these Ranger Sophies is basically what they're, they're like. They're called booties. I believe that's what they're, uh, yeah. what they're, what they're, they're like um, booty shorts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and for dudes, for dudes, um, army Ranger shorts, man, they wear them. And I was like, I bought them and I liked them and I didn't wear them for a long time because I was so worried Scared about what, what people, people would say and like, Oh, you got little calves. Oh, you got little and legs. He doesn't know that he inspired me. Like if you never would have worn those, I would have never, because I want some now. <laughs> no, for real, it, yeah. dude. <laughs> like, no, and it's these things, man. Where, you know, doing what it is that scares you the most, you don't realize. May, may you might be the person that opens the door for someone else to do that same thing because they feel the exact same way, and it just takes one person to come out and say, "No, fuck that. Let's do it." You know, like Martin yeah. Luther King, like all good things that you know what I mean happen. Yeah. I mean, there's so many good examples with, with that particular movement, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, like these leaders that stood up, took, took, you know, took the downfall so that others can be where they are now. It's the same thing. If Malcolm would have never had the courage to wear the short shorts, you know what I mean? I wouldn't want to get them. And I, cause I, I thought he made them look cool and he did, he didn't think they were cool, but I thought they looked pretty fucking cool. You know? Yeah. So it's, it's good to understand that, man. Like it really try to always look on, on different sides, like, of of the coin because people are watching you man yeah and you may you literally may be the person that inspires somebody you know and somebody may be struggling with the same insecurity as you do and like you just have to be secure and like i'm not saying that i wake up and i do things that i'm insecure about and all of a sudden i'm brave like i just do it i do it and then once i get once i get it done like 
Um, once I get it done, I'm like, all right, it wasn't that bad. Like I just have to do it enough times to be comfortable with it, you know? And then I think that's the best way that you can honestly work on insecurities. Like do a little bit each day to help curve that insecurity. So that way you can truly, truly, truly understand what it feels like, you know, to, to start to be like comfortable in your own skin and comfortable in the things that you say. Like if you don't feel, uh, if you don't feel a certain way about something, like it should be super, it should really be be um it should really be understood that like you have a voice you can literally say how you feel about whatever it may be you know like always you need you need to be able to just i don't know you need to just be able to express yourself man express yourself yeah and you you just have to you have to just love you and like nobody else is gonna love you like you love you you know what i mean like you got to have your back like you got your back and and just be comfortable with that and know that if someone doesn't accept that or if someone doesn't fucking – if someone doesn't agree with that, like you can cut them off. You don't have to have – you don't have obligated relationships. You know what I mean? You are in control at all times. Yeah. And so know. true, man. No, it's big. It's big. It's so true. Um, that's another one that I struggled with. You know, obligated to go, you know, to a party because my boys are there. Obligated, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that was a struggle for me back in the day. But, you know, now I realize I control. Like, it's your life ultimately at the end of the day, bro. If you want to paint your nails, paint your nails, dude. If you want to freaking have yellow hair, have yellow hair. And that's just, those are two physical things. But also, like, mentally, dude, if, you know, whatever, those, those insecurities are a little bit more different. And just go out there and do it, man, because I'm telling you, some kid's looking at you or someone else is looking at you. And just like it's it's not about all the people that are going to – it's like in our head, like it's like, oh, so many people are going to make fun of me. But it doesn't matter if there's one person that's like, damn, now I have the courage to do that. You know what I'm saying? Whether, you know, no matter all the kids that me and Malcolm talk to, we realize like we can't save every freaking kid out there. You know what I mean? But if we can at least reach one, I mean, I guess the world's a better place for it. You know what I mean? Yep. So yep. it's, you know, a little Monday motivation for you. That's the Monday mission, baby. Insecurities will literally be the death of you. You understand? You have to try to work on those things and try to be brave and try to uh, put yourself in a position of, of ultimate gratitude and put yourself in a position where you no longer um, have to be afraid and just learn how to be courageous and learn how to, to have faith in, in, in what it is that you're doing, no matter what happens, no matter what setbacks come your way, no matter how you think other people will feel, just 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 try. Just go for it, man. Just be you. Yeah. Unapologetically fucking you, baby. A few, few shout outs I want to give. If you have Hulu, watch this movie called Free Solo. Dude, you got to watch this. It's about Alex. No, it's free solo. It's about solo climbing, solo rock climbing, no ropes, no hooks. I think I know what that is. Nothing, dude. This guy is the first man to ever climb Yosemite. That's how you say it? Yosemite? Without any ropes, without anything, dude. This guy is is nuts. It's literally the closest. It's a documentary, right? It's a documentary, dude. Pretty sure I've seen it. Bro, it's so good, but it just talks about. I think the the biggest thing that stood out to me on that whole movie was. yeah, I know exactly. He had an eight-year goal and was to climb Yosemite, um, the mountain. And he literally, like, all he did, he memorized every single path. Basically, the biggest thing that stood out for me was when he said, 
give it like chase after your dream like your life depends on it and in this case his life really does fucking depend on it because if he missteps if he misses a hold rock climbing without ropes you fall to your death great movie great watch uh another thing that i want to show you guys uh if you guys haven't already for those crossfitters subscribe to the morning chalk up newsletter they have amazing content on the sport of crossfit and just cool shit to read one of the things they talked about uh, on today's uh, edition was the first ever CrossFit box behind prison walls. If you know what you know, this podcast was started on and what our mission is to do is obviously to bring fitness to those who are incarcerated and help also addicts and stuff recover as well. It's called Redemption CrossFit. Go ahead and give them a follow on Instagram. Uh, so those are my two, my two little shout out. What Redemption is, Road. Redemption Road. Redemption Road CrossFit. These guys are throwing down behind prison walls and using CrossFit as a vehicle to rehabilitate not only their bodies but their minds. Uh, so that's super big. Um, so I think those two things, little two homework assignments, just to make your Monday a little better. Oh, yeah. Guys, again, thanks for tuning in today. Uh, we hope that everything that uh, is going wrong starts to go right. I'm sorry. I'm blowing on my keyboard. Um, everything is going wrong starts to go right. Literally, just by the shift of that mindset, you can start to th- see things a little bit differently and try, and try to find the opportunities that are that are right there in front of you. All right. Uh, like always, you can find me at uh, M-A-E-L-K-U-H-M on all social media platforms. And you can find Ricky at R-I-C. I forgot the rest. Uh, it's uh, Ricky underscore C-A-R-R-0-3. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, again, guys, we love you. Thanks for tuning in. Have a wonderful and beautiful Monday. Peace.